Blog Talk Radio. What's up, Blog Talk Radio? Yeah, I'm back. The rumors of Vegas Vince's demise were greatly exaggerated. Coming off a great week with Sylvia Roth down here, we had better things to do than worry about this radio show and the corruption and the fraud rankings, but we're not going to bitch and whine tonight. We're going to be talking about the gurus, the good, the bad, the ugly, the real deal. If anybody has a problem, direct your attorney to contact me, because I got good attorneys too. I ain't afraid. We keep it real. I see we got a special guest on the line here. Hopefully this wireless mouse I picked up today is actually going to work. Anyway, we'll be back at you in a second. I'm out of Jack Daniels tonight, so I'm drinking this bottle of vodka that Sylvia Roth never bothered to touch. Back at you in a minute. the new I've had the the funky broken mouse for like eight months um I've made it work and last night I had a little issue with it little fit of rage I took that bitch and threw it right out into the burn pile and uh sorry I did that because I needed to get online and uh at that point I was out of the game but anyway did the Walmart run today got you know pat searched by that little old lady who likes to check your receipt She's lucky she was 90 or we would have thrown down right there. It's like, you know what, lady, I don't even want to be in Walmart on a Sunday, but I got to buy this mouse, and I friggin' paid for it, you moron. Man, they act like they're like the LAPD at Walmart lately, don't they? Got the nightsticks, chicks about 97, one foot on the banana peel, and one on the grave. It's got me jacked up against the wall. I ain't even lying. Anyway, it's good to be back. Had a hell of a fun week. Had the legendary, well, I don't want to say legendary yet because I reserve that for myself, but had the lovely Sylvia Roth, internet marketing diva, fly her ass all the way from that cold friggin' country she lives in in Canada down here to sunny Florida. I promised her sunshine, and as always, I delivered it. Eight glorious days. 
chick walks off the plane. I had my uh, assistant Barbie go pick her up, and she walks in the door. It's like 1 in the morning by the time they got back from Orlando. Chick walks in the door, and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. The first thing I'm thinking of is, damn, this girl's got a nice-looking ass. You know, but I had to be professional and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, how is a nice girl like this even hooked up with the likes of a Vegas Vince? It's like the odd couple. But we made it work. We got some kick-ass projects going. We're doing some uh, Google AdWords combined with public domain, combined with micro niches. We're going to probably do 10000 this month on pace to anyway. Eat your hearts out, haters. And that's only with a couple little niches, and we're actually adding more uh, this week. I'm supposed to actually be writing sales copy tonight, but instead I got roped into this show. So I have to get Sylvia some sales copy for this other little niche we got going on that hopefully will be up on Monday. We'll talk more about that later. Anyway, the show tonight, you know, I'm sitting here. I got three little peckerwoods that live in this neighborhood. And... uh these kids have been stealing since they've been old enough to crawl. Anybody knows what part of Florida I live in knows that, uh, you know, behind the restaurant, the neighborhood ain't too pretty. So anyway, you know, these kids come over, and it's like, you know, you, you want to give your hearts out to the children out there. You know, they come up, Vegas fans, how do we become a legend like you? How do we get hot Internet chicks to come from Canada and hang with you? How do we get to hang with Playboy bunnies like you do and you know, adult film stars like Jenna and Ginger Lynn, et cetera. And, you know, you truthfully want to go and give them the cliche answer, like, you know, stay in school and say your prayers and take your vitamins. But, you know, Vince, he keeps it real. So first thing I do is I tell one of these little peckerwoods to go get me a pack of smokes, Marlboro Lights, you know, because in this town the legal age to smoke is about nine. And, you know, as I'm sitting here looking at these three kids, you know, again, you know, you think, oh, maybe I ought to tell them to stay in school and all this. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, the toughest four years of these kids' life has been the third grade. So for me to tell them that would be disingenuous. And by the way, my friggin' cell phone is beeping. I'm about to take this thing and throw it through the window, too. Hold on. I don't know why people think they can call me during a show on my cell. Here, I'm going to shut this thing off. Beep. There it goes. Anyway, so I got these three kids, you know, and, and it got me to thinking about the whole theme for the show tonight on, on legends and keeping it real and all that good stuff because, in all honesty, and this might offend some people, but these three little peckerwoods here, again, little criminals in the making, you know, daddy's in jail, mommy's... Uh, got more substance of problems, you know, substance abuse problems in, you know, the files of the Betty Ford Clinic. And, you know, what am I going to tell them? You know, the truth of the matter is a low-key, under-the-radar criminal enterprise is probably about the best hope these three little bastards have. And by the way, I mean, they steal. These kids can strip a car in seven minutes. Uh, they don't jack with me because they know I'll pull out the raggedy pistol on them. But, you know, other than that, it got me to thinking about, you know, people's idea of legends and gurus or gurus. And I'm going to run through a list. A lot of you all sent me in some names, and I'm just going to give you my honest opinion on them. Most of them are really good. A couple real bad apples in the bunch, and I'm going to call them out tonight because you know that's how I do it here. You know, most people are afraid. Vegas fans ain't. You know, this is still America. 
I got a First Amendment right to let the world know somebody sucks if I think they do. I ain't afraid of lawyers. Like I said, I got lawyers too, good ones. Anyway, I think what I'm going to do before we get through rolling on the list and stuff, first of all, I want to say thanks for everybody coming back in. A lot of people thought that last show was going to be my last one. Um, as I told you people, there's a fraud system on the Block Talk Radio ranking system. Uh, they pretty much set it up to where this show doesn't get, you know, the, the, the number of listeners is not reflected anymore. I pissed somebody off down there. As I told you on the last show, there's somebody actually from Block Talk Radio had the balls to actually email me and tell me the story. So, again, I'm not selling wolf tickets. But I decided, you know what, screw it. Uh, I do the show for the listeners, and they want to bury the show. That's cool. Um, we'll keep it going. As long as I enjoy it, as long as you people still listen and like it, we'll keep doing it. Um, what else? Anyway, had a hell of a good week, man. Sylvia's like Mary friggin' Poppins, uh, you know, comes down here. I got my friend Roddy Tardinico walks in. I bought him a brand new Movada watch for Christmas. He comes in, the thing's not working. She gets the friggin' watch working. She does her entire website for the restaurant, like two or three hours. She files a bunch of paperwork, government shit for my dad. Uh, totally gets our little niche AdWords business up and running in a couple days. This chick is off the chain. And straight up, really brilliant, really nice girl. You know, I know I'm talking about the sexy ass and stuff, but straight up, Sylvia Roth's a real cool chick, and it was a lot of fun having her down here. And uh, the fact my mother liked her was, wow. I ain't had a chick in this restaurant in 10 years my mother ever liked so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but the family loved her. Good girl. Uh, very sorry to see her go, but uh, it's going to be a great business partnership. She puts up with me. I put up with her, which is pretty easy on my end, but, uh, you know, it takes a special type of uh, chick to handle me. So anyway, what else? I think we'll just uh, – I see a, a call from Canada on the line. I don't take calls on this show, as you know, but uh, I think I recognize this. So let me get on here and – God help, uh, God help me if this mouse doesn't work. Sylvia, I'm going to see if I can pop you on here if that's you, baby. What's up, girlfriend? Are you there? I am. What's up? Man, hey, I got <laughs> a wireless. You notice the number. <laughs> no, I saw the 403 up there. Can I read your number off on the air? Like, no, you can't read my oh, number okay. off on the air. Well, I mean, we can monetize that. No, you know, no, like that's Like make it a 900 number. So. Okay, I'm just screwing with you. Hey, listen, check this out. I didn't tell you on the mouse thing. I got a... Uh, I didn't even know it. I had hooked it up, but it has, like, the USP port, but it actually has got, like, this, I don't know, something I can go wireless. So I'm actually right now wireless in your honor. You well, know, like that's when good because your other mouse was a piece of crap. Well, it was. It sucked. Yeah, the other mouse really was bad, people. Explain to them how bad this mouse I had was because, I mean, I remember when the Dana one was down here, you she bitched click. No, I didn't click. It didn't left-click, but it... And how did we, in order to actually get the mouse to work, you had to slam it three or four times down on the mouse pad. And that's why my laptop was what we did work on. Exactly. And you had that, damn. And I was hoping you were going to, like, forget the laptop. Like no, you no, forgot no. The, the book. laptop's like my, my sixth baby. <laughs> I, I under, Sylvia goes out. We go down to the bookstore. She buys a bunch of books because they're cheaper <laughs> than Canada. And... One's on, like, nursing babies or something, and then she buys this. And by the way, one of the books I wanted you to tell me, I think it's a tipping point. Yes, Who wrote that friggin' thing? Because that's one of um, the... Let me grab it. 
it the is tipping point. Malcolm Gladwell. This book kicks ass, people, for real. And if you want to know, like, a complete insight into the sheep herd mentality, it's one of the best books I ever read, and what little I got to read of it, <laughs> because Sylvia left me, I mean, she, I know the luggage situation, you didn't have much room, and we were, you know, loading up the luggage. She leaves me a book on, like, nursing babies or some shit like that, yeah, and uh, it uh. takes the good book, which I wanted to read, which was well, the Well, I finished point. that one, so that one can stay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to be nursing babies anytime soon, Toots. Uh, uh, I'm just, you know, let's keep it real on oh, that. Oh, sure, sure, Vince. Exactly, so sure. But anyway, uh, tell everybody what an incredible time you down, had down here. I'm sure most people think you're going to make it home alive. I'm alive. I'm at home. As you said, I'm calling from Canada. And it's cold. It's very cold. It's really making me miss the sun. <laughs> I know it, and and you you had a great time. Tell everybody what a great guy I am. I mean, this is your chance. Come on, you're my PR girl. My oh, he is just... a great guy, and right? as much as you seem to act like you're a hot shot, he's not as hot shot as he thinks. What do you he mean is? I'm not he's a hot great. shot as you? I'm, I'm more of a hot shot, aren't I? No way. You're you're more down to earth. Oh, uh, I'm gonna have he's to. He's a legend, off. and I had a blast with him and Larry. Oh, yeah, we had Larry Zabisco, the former AWA World Wrestling Champion down here. My camera, which has had a lot of use over the last three or four years, finally shot Snake Eyes. We were doing a little promotion, video promotion, for my friend Keith down at localbizbuilders.com. You know, got Larry, the former World Wrestling uh, Champion down here. He's a friend of mine and client. We're supposed to film this video. My camera, you know, goes tits up. Sylvia comes to me and says, hey, I got a, you know, webcam here on my laptop, and to make a long story short, you guys filmed it, thing kicked ass, people loved it, it was great, so, like I said, man, you just overcome anything, you know, that came up, you were able to overcome it for me, man, I wish you would Well, yeah, we did a lot of shit while I was down there, and fixing Ronnie's watch. We fixed Ronnie's watch, Ronnie Tardinico, when a guy's named Tardinico... And you owe him money like I do. You wanted to, I wanted to make sure his watch got fixed. Boy, I was sweating up at the bar that night. I remember I said, oh, Christ, man. Oh, owe this dude money. Long story. And then story. he comes back three days later to have me wind it again. Yeah, all it took was some winding. And, of course, you know, Sylvia fixed that up. Took care of my pops, who had some government uh, SBA stuff he had to file. And, you know, I'm clueless on that stuff. So he and Sylvia knocked that out in about an hour. What else did we do? Uh, we went down to uh, Bach Towers, which was pretty cool. And you can check out pictures of it on my profile on the Warrior Forum. For yeah, those of you saying, I need pics up there, they're there. That is, yeah, I know everybody's sweating you for pics. Like I said, I think a lot of people were afraid that you weren't even going to make it back. Well, I'm back and freezing my ass off in Canada. I'm not down in sunny, nice, warm Florida anymore. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be doing this sales copy which I will, by the way, straight up, will have for you as soon as this show is off the air. And uh, I got roped into one of these websites before the show was on uh, Hard to Find Seminars, which is one of the resources I'm going to list at the end of the show, because I love this friggin' site, totally free. And I'm listening to this copywriter, I think it was Mike Pavlish, and he, one of the highest paid copywriters in the world, so I'm listening to it, and he's saying some stuff that made me rethink my copy. And, man, I hate it when that happens because I write kick-ass copy. But just listening to it, I had to go back and tweak a few things. So I'm definitely going to be sending that to you at the end of the night. We'll have that little uh, – I'm not going to discuss which – and, by the way, I don't say – I'm sorry. I don't say niche. I say niche. 
it's niche, 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 niche. Real men don't say niche. We don't eat quiche. We say niche. What do you think of that? I know you people say niche. But you don't call it quitch. Uh, I'm saying niche. I'm sorry. When I, I have tried not to use that niche. Or, I know, you know. I know. You did a good niche. job. But I'm sorry. It just, it just makes me strips me of my manhood. <laughs> But it does. I mean, niche sounds like quiche, and it sounds like ice water with, uh, you know, people come in here. If you come into my restaurant and order, and you're a man, you order, uh, Sylvia can uh, attest to this. If you're a dude and you come to this bar and you order water with a friggin' lemon, you get thrown out of my place. Because you're not a man, you're a friggin' mouse. Go grow a set and come back and order a scotch or a beer. You know what I'm saying? Tell them it's true. Sure, sure, it's true. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, what else is going on? So we had a good time. We got this little project. I'm excited about what we're doing. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And you and I are going to do a whole show on, because uh, people are asking, like, kind of the blueprint of what we're doing. And basically, it comes down to kind of the triad, which is we're doing, we're not going to give away the farm here, but we're basically uh, doing Google AdWords combined with very micro niches, 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 sorry, <laughs> and, uh, we're, and we're doing a lot of public domain, and we'll just leave it at that, and we'll make that a whole separate show, and it looks like it's going to be very successful, so, um, and again, I, we each have kind of, this is kind of one of the things we were talking about on a joint venture show, everybody's good at something, I'm real good on as far as copy and ads and this and this, and Sylvia's good at Basically, 99% of the rest of the shit you need to do to make it work. So, The techie uh, end. Yeah, the techie stuff. The techie stuff. Exactly. You was trying to write those keywords, too, or those ads. I had to stop that, didn't I? Yes, you did. I didn't mean to. I wasn't trying to insult you, Chip, but it's like, I mean, would you want me putting up code? No. No, no, no. That's quite all right. Right. I'd have a ban from Especially not with your broken mouth. Well, yeah, I'd have affiliate porn links and shit going on, and, you know, that's not going to happen. But anyway, sweetie, um, how are the 27 kids up there right now? There's only five. How's the Rubik's Cube, man? He's loving it. He, is he? He's solved it a couple times. He's, I'm just blown away. I'm telling you, man, I came up, she was looking for gifts for the kids. And I told her, I said, look, if you've got a kid around five or six, and again, if she's got 27 kids, you figure one of them five or six. <laughs> so I said, give, give one of the kids who's creative an original 1980s Rubik's Cube. I said, like an 80s toy. I said, the shit's cool. It gets her mind working. And, uh, you know, she took one home. We bought one. And the kid loves it and keeps him busy. You know, while he's doing the Rubik's Cube, he's not, like, yanking his sister's hair or breaking up furniture, right? Or spitting on the other kids. or Yeah, doing something naughty, right. I was enjoying my relaxing week away from <laughs> Damn, baby, you got a nice... The, the voice is just sexy. It's killing me, man. When are you coming back? You're coming back in May. May. Right? We're doing May, remember? All right, all right. All right. I just want to make sure and stuff, because it's like, you know, I've been mean and nasty ever since you left. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have, the girls that. are looking forward to me coming back. I know. All the waitresses liked you and stuff. Now, and boy, you talk about some catty-ass waitresses I have. Sylvia <laughs> got to see what I meant. You got to hear every friggin' personal detail. He ain't lying detail. when he says they're catty. Oh, they are catty. You got to hear some gossip at the bar, didn't you? Uh, way more you than I wanted to on live. You got to hear uh, what they like to eat, who they're, you know, oh, Christ, more information. Who they're doing this we... with, that with, and God knows I didn't want to know with. 
Oh, my God, I'm telling you. And this is what i got to listen to every night in this joint. This is why people wonder why I'm so high-strung. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, anyway, sweetie, I'm going to do this little show tonight. I know one guy. i got one guy on my list tonight that I know you've had some dealings with, and yeah. he's actually one of the dudes on my shit list. So I'll bring him up. And I don't have too many of the uh, – do you got anybody that you want to just – as far as, you know – I know you've done some stuff with Kevin Riley and stuff, but I wanted to be somebody that you personally dealt with that you can give some major props to that's helped you. Now that I'd I got say Kevin Riley. Kevin yeah, Riley? Yeah, he's a nutcase, just... too. But so are you, and I get along well, with you. Well, that's true. Me. Yeah, that's true. His so Kevin Riley's one, I know you've done some stuff. I mean, as far as, like, these Internet guys, and I, I mean, the, the term guru is tossed around. Because to me, there's only probably one or two real gurus out there, what I consider, and these are people that have literally – change the face of marketing. One, I would say, is Dan Kennedy. I'd probably put Kern up there, too. Um, I'm not saying they're – to me, I break it down like this. you got gurus, you got great marketers, and then you just got professional marketers. These are guys that really aren't known for any particularly quality product. They just manage to sell a lot of whatever else, you know. But uh, I know Kevin Riley somebody you've mentioned a lot about, so I want to give him some props out there. Uh, anybody else that you can think of offhand? Well, of course, Alan says for the warrior for I want to fuck up you are. I'm yet. trying to get him to do an interview. I'm going to, boy, if I do that interview, man, I am on the map. <laughs> I just don't know. I, I don't know who. I'm still trying to, once I determine, I'm, and actually, man, he's like my Facebook friend now. So I don't know if I get, like, I've got does that make me Facebook better than other too. people or what? Well, he's on my Facebook, too. So. Oh, Christ. See, so I don't even get no <laughs> exclusive jack out of this. Nope, nope. Man, I thought I'd actually like crack the Allen says code, man. <laughs> Damn it! It, it, it! He would. How long? Well, wait. I've been friends with him two weeks. How long have you been friends with? Him? Oh, couple months. Oh, real bullshit. Really? Yeah. Man, why didn't that dude want to? It, it would be so. It would be big. It'd be like the Thriller in Manila. It would be like the biggest event, man. It'd be like pay per view. Vegas Vince and Allen says, man, that sounds like a friggin' monster movie, man. They they would tune in for, it, wouldn't they? They would. They would definitely. Why don't you sweet talk him right now on the air and just say, Alan, you really need to do an interview with the legendary Vegas. Well, I think with all the warriors we've got on as listeners and ourselves, we could probably try and persuade him. But well, I'm, I'm thinking I'm I'm willing to do just about. I'm willing to literally whore myself. <laughs> I'm willing to do whatever it takes. You know, I'm sure you are. Like Fifteen <laughs> minutes, and I'm not even going to ask him. You know how I always ask the tough questions. I'm willing to just sit there and babble. And just shut up, you know, because I talk a lot. And, uh, I mean, it's either him or i got to get that jerk-off Dave Bo. <laughs> that loser. No, no, I think go for Alan Says. Boy, a uh, noy girl about around Dave Bo right off the form. I guess they finally figured out what, you know, here's a guy that just flat out He's got nothing hater? positive to say. Trying to hijack Vegas Vince's reputation, as we know, because he has none of his own. That's glad to see some of these warriors figure out this guy's act, because it's stale. You agree, it's not. Oh, I do. He follows you around like a little lost puppy dog. I know it. Of course he does. But of course, you're, you're a legend. I'm a legend, baby. That's why, boy, I'm going to send you a check tonight, sweet. <laughs> Third-party post-dated check. Cash it next week at Roscoe's Rib Shack in Canada. <laughs> only charge you five points. Anyway, Sil, much love and peace to you. You got anything else you want to shout out there, anything you're doing or whatever besides our projects? We're going to do a whole show on what we're doing. And by the way, when we do the WSO on what we're doing, 
We are giving it away for free. We for are. The, and it's not an upsell, and there's no nothing. And the reason I'm doing it, just to piss off some haters. Sylvia's just doing it because she's genuinely, you know, a nice girl. I'm a Me, lover, I flat out said, there's some haters out there. I just want to rub this in their faces. So I have different motive for it. But we are, we'll put that together and screenshots and all that good shit. But uh, it's really exciting. We got some good shit going on, man. You and I hooked up on the Warrior Forum uh, about a year and a half ago. Shit came down here. I called her out on the Warrior Forum roast. Never thought she'd actually do it. Flew 5,000 miles. <laughs> and uh, scared to death of flying, I know. Yes. But Next I did I'll it. Hook you. Yeah, you did it. Next time we go for longer uh, layovers. <laughs> I know it, man. I'm trying to book this chick like the best flights. I book her from uh, YCC. I th- what, what is your, it's a Calgary. Calgary. And then I, I bring her into Minneapolis, and I say, look, I mean, we could have got cheaper tickets, but I wanted to get her a ticket that had a short layover. So in Minneapolis, a pretty nice airport, so I had her come into Minneapolis, and I said, hey, look, you only got an hour layover. And from <laughs> Minneapolis to Orlando. And then back on the return ticket, it was the same way. And I'm thinking I'm doing a good thing. I've come to find out Sylvia's like three minutes for missing both flights. It's like a dead rush panic, right? Yep, the way home, I actually, like, right under the cord as mm-hmm. they were ready to pull the bloody plane away. Mm. Man, that would have sucked. Yeah. That I mean, that's, I mean there's only one thing worse than being stuck in an airport. It's like being stuck in Billings, Montana, where the broads all wear high heels and socks. <laughs> oh, or Toledo, Ohio. I can think of a few other cities. And no offense. And by the way, no offense to Canada, because I, I like Canadians. Sylvia's Canadian. But you French Canadians that come into my restaurant and don't want to tip, uh, I'm going to deport your ass next time. I got a 15 French Canadians. You people must think you're going to take that last nickel with you when you go to hell, which is where you ought to go. I mean, these are the cheapest friggin' people in the face of the earth, French Canadians. That's okay. I know you're not one of like them up here. <laughs> I do not want them in here with their 17 ice waters and lemon, and they run up a bill of whatever, and and they just kind of slickly walk out the door like they didn't have to tip my waitress. Oh, I'm gonna round them up next time. I'm gonna do a French Canadian flag burning in the backyard. Oh, cheap. My mama used to say, "I hate cheap and I hate dumb." Sorry, Sil. I wasn't. I know you're not. I know you're not part no, of. No, I'm not. And you're you're one of the here, good we can't Canadians. Stand them either. <laughs> you're one of the good Canadians. Well, I like going. I like Canada. I, you know, like I said, I used to do the Northern Pike. Oh, I did. I took Sylvia fishing. She hates fishing. She didn't fish. She babysat my nieces while I fished. <laughs> Tell them about that. That was fun. Wasn't Fish it? are absolutely disgusting. I don't like them. They're yuck. What are my nieces or the fish? The fish. Your nieces oh. were absolutely wonderful. Okay. Well, I want They're to adorable. Sure. Yeah, they are. They're good kids. Melly, uh, I saw Melly today, Naughty Deli, as we call her, Melanie. She's she not naughty. We all went to Walmart a uh, second time because I had to get some for Mom. And uh, So anyway, it was a cool day. About 85 today. It's all good. So. Oh, be quiet. I'm telling you. Well, anyway, well, I better get you off the phone so I can start roasting some of these gurus. Not really roasting. This is kind of a different show. I'm actually going to mention some people that really help me. Anybody besides, okay, so you said Alan Says and Kevin Riley. Um, I'm going to say the one guy you don't particularly care for because I share you know, the same opinion, and rather than you say it, I can say it a lot better. 
as far as ripping that guy. Uh, anybody else you want to mention? That, um, not that I can think of. What about Vegas fans? Well, of course you, but you already know that. You don't need oh, okay. props from me. I, I told you you were cool while I was down there. That's right, baby. And I made you say it like eight or nine times a day, you know, because i got a self-esteem issue. you got <laughs> to admit, any chick any around me. self-esteem issue. Well, yeah, sort of, you know. I just needed to hear it from you all the time. That you were a legend? Well, yeah. You are a legend? Yeah, I I, I like that. Say that again. I'm a legend. You're a legend? I love it. Oh, God. (laughs) I might just end this whole friggin' show right now, because how do I top that? Sylvia Roth just By going out and bashing some of these. I'm not going to bash too many. I only got a few ones on the list. I know. I know. I actually only got like uh, four, and then I got a lot of good guys. I want to talk about some of these unsung heroes. You know, I know you and I both like James Jones a lot. Yeah. Um, Micro Niche Finder, and I've oh, actually... Oh, that's a beautiful program, as Vince found out while I was down there. Yep, we, 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 uh, he switched it over to the Google format now. I think what he initially came out with, that there was some criticisms, because it was like WordTrack or something, but now it's actually uh, Google. And I'll tell you, the first time I actually dealt with James was on, you talk about Micro Niches, and he made some money, and I actually made some money off this. He actually had a little niche product called... Uh, Cigar purses, cigar box purses. I told you about that, um, which is where uh, you could go, and, and they were actually making women's purses out of these kind of cool-looking cigar boxes. He put a whole little uh, how-to product out there and did really well. I think there's more competition in it now, but it was really cool for the time. So James is a cool dude, and uh, we'll also be, you know, I'll be discussing Perry uh, Belcher, because we're going to have him on this show when I can sit down with his assistant and get him booked. And uh, But other than that, man, everything's good. I'd have good. to I'm... say that would definitely be one on my list, too, after being down there and our products that we've got. Oh, yeah, Perry, Perry rocks, yeah, man. I that's mean, awesome. Perry, I mean, that's one of the things I'm going to mention. Uh, Perry Belcher, of all the guys out there right now, that's literally going to, you know, as far as the guy that literally the information that he had that is, is re- really truly going to turn into – significant money for us is Perry Belcher. And that's not to knock a lot of other people, but I'm saying that information is so good on uh, Google AdWords and a few other things. It's just, uh, and I don't say that about much shit that I, that I come across. Some of it's good, some of it sucks. His is just at a totally different level. And again, we're not affiliates. I'm not even going to mention the product. I figure most people can go do their own due diligence, and uh, I really don't want a whole lot of people knowing about it, to be honest. No, no. I really Forget don't. Forget we said anything. <laughs> yeah, I really don't, um, because uh, we've got one lady in a little niche we're in, and we're just going to uh, we're going to blow her out of the water anyway. But she's semi doing it right. But that's the wonderful thing about uh, Google AdWords. Ninety percent of these people, I would say, ninety nine percent of people doing Google AdWords are doing it completely ass backwards, and that's a wonderful thing for us. So we'll leave it at that. Still. It is always a pleasure, my dear. And uh, give me a PM on the form or something, and uh, give me a ring tomorrow. And I probably will have this copy. I'm too probably. Hours I caught that. Probably. Oh no, no, no. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, I'll have the copy, of the sales page for you tonight. I'm just saying, probably within an hour after I finish the show. Okay. <laughs> and then we'll talk we, to you later. Absolutely. And then once you get that, then you can uh, send me over the uh, the little knitting stuff. Uh, I already sent you the links. Oh, the links. Oh, the sales page. That's right. I got it. I didn't have a friggin' mouse last night. I couldn't do that. <laughs> anyway, well, I was going to sing you a song or croon Sylvia's no, mother. No, no, that, that's okay. You don't want me to do that? No, okay. no. All Go right. on with your bashing. 
All right. Oh, no bashing. I'm going to do some props. Anyway, love and peace, girl. We'll talk to you later. Take take care. Bye. Bye. Okay. Sylvia Roth. Man, that was cool. That chick is hot, too. Jesus. Man, you talk about a midlife crisis cure. She walks in, and I mean, this girl's like just stunning, beautiful, and smart. Oh, Christ. I'm a sucker for smart and beautiful, because how often do you come across one of them broads? <laughs> no offense to the broads out there. Ladies, I got a lot of cool. That's why I love my listeners. I got, like, some really cool chicks that listen to the show. Ashera, man, I see your avatar, man. Send me your photo, man. You might be really hot. You always give me a lot of love on the Warrior Forum and on localbizbuilders.com. And uh, put your picture up there, baby doll. You might be able to come to Vinny Land, too. Anyway, um, I'm going to run through. i got some people that have emailed me different, you know, names for this show and stuff. I'm just going to run through people fast. I think in marketing you have what are called, you know, they, they throw the term guru around real, I don't know, loosely. And again, to me, a guru in the literal sense is somebody in the marketing world, you know, past or present, who really did something groundbreaking that really just spawned wannabe gurus and marketers. And I'll start off by uh, giving you, you know, my opinion on, as far as today, I'm going to be honest with you, Kern I would put as a guru because he's pretty much revolutionized the entire launch concept. I don't think anybody can argue that. You don't even have to like the guy, which some of you don't, because he's you know, rich and successful. But the, the guy really does it correct. Um, who else? Um, Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy is more than just a guru. He's a friggin' living legend. I mean, he's here and now. The guy's off the chain. Uh, he's, he's on the list. Uh, Jay Abraham, that's kind of a touchy situation. Jay was definitely way ahead of his time on a lot of stuff. I just didn't, you know, I, and I get a lot of disagreement on this. I didn't necessarily think a lot of what Jay was teaching was practical for the average person to go out and do. I think a lot of his stuff was so high-end uh, that it was almost, I think he almost had to have a shitload of money to begin with just to get his information and then to apply it. Uh, it's not taking any way, uh, you know, not a knock on him because, you know, the, I guess it depends on what you consider success is. Jay went in and made a shitload of money and still does. And really that's the name of the game. So I'm certainly not knocking it. I'm the first guy that says, you know, the name of the game is the dollars. And, uh, boy, I'm pouring some of this lousy, absolute, no, Smirnoff vodka that Sylvia left here because I thought she wanted Smirnoff and uh, she chose not to drink while she was down here. So I'm going to mix up a little pink lemonade with this. God, what a chick sound and drink that is. Wow. Anyway, let me go over here real quick, guys, and I'll finish up here. Lemonade is L. Um, so anyway, as far as those guys, um, I mean, right now I would put Kennedy, and he's kind of an offshoot of my personal hero. I mean, anybody knows me knows Gary C. Halbert is my idol. I uh, love the guy. He, you know, he's no longer with us, but, you, you know, the Gary Halbert newsletter is still out there. You guys can just Google it. I'm not going to spend a lot of time putting out links. Uh, it just it doesn't work. People then will end up thinking I'm doing affiliate marketing, which anybody knows me knows I don't do. 
but uh, I will put resources out there that I personally think that anybody out there in marketing should go to. One is the Gary Halbert letter. It's a free resource. Uh, the man is just brilliant, uh, abrasive, some would say obnoxious, but uh, so what? Um, they say that about me. So Gary Halbert, uh, legend, guru, whatever you want to call him. Anyway, I'm going to go through a few lists. I'm going to hit. I don't have many bad apples. I mean, there's a lot of people I could criticize, but I don't want to do it unless I've actually had a personal issue with them. You know, it's real easy to jump on, you know, ex-guru because a bunch of other people don't like him. I mean, notwithstanding a guy like William McCorkle is sitting in club bed doing 40 years, I still remember that dude's infomercial. It was like, oh, use our money to buy stuff, and then we'll split the profits. Well, he was. He ended up going to prison 40 years. Um, so, I mean, somebody like that, but, I mean, I personally didn't deal with him, but, I mean, obviously that guy's, you know, straight-up criminal. Um, Joe Carbo, these are just names, people. i got a list of about 20 names. People email me, and I'll give you my thoughts. Joe Carbo. Uh, Joe, lazy man's way to riches. I love Joe Carbo in the sense that, to me, he did just what I always wanted to do. He was a one-hit wonder, and and that's because that's all he wanted to be. He's the man that penned the world-famous Lazy Man's Way to Riches. I remember as a kid, it used to run in full page in the paper. They get sold for $10. Um, not a bad product. Uh, a lot of esoteric stuff there about, I think it was called dyna, dynamic positive thinking, but it also had a few um, specifics in there that I actually used later on. One was like the surplus industry. Talks about how he went and found boxes that were being left over and how he resold them. It was an amazing ad, one of the best ads ever written. And by the way, here's another resource, guys. Hardtofindads.com. It's free. It's run by Michael Senoff, who has another site, which, quite frankly, if you only had one marketing site you ever had to go to, hardtofindseminars.com is absolutely, positively the best friggin' marketing site on the planet. It's free. There's probably two or 300 uh, audio hours of literally the greatest marketing legends of all time, and they cover everything from, like, selling to Walmart to Glenn Turner to Ed, you know, Eugene Schwartz, uh, Gary Halbert's on there. I mean, it's, it's the most amazing uh, marketing resource in the world. I'm sure a lot of my listeners out there know about it, but if you don't, go over there. I mean, there are sections on copywriting. These are all audio interviews. They also come in the PDF. Mike might make you opt in, but he doesn't hit you with a bunch of emails hardly ever. It's completely free. There's no upsells. It's just a marvelous uh, friggin' resource. So, again, check that site out. Check out, boy, I'm choking on an ice cube here. Check out hardtofindads.com, the probably best swipe file of uh, copywriting legends you'll ever find. It's incredible. You can click the enlarge. I mean, they got everybody on there, two people. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds, and these are all like million-dollar ads all the way from the 20s up to today. Uh, Brian Keith Boyles, who's a guy who doesn't get a lot of recognition um, because he probably likes it like that. Guys, you know, multi-millionaire copywriter. They've got about 20 of his, his ads up there, and they just kick ass. Great resource. So hardtofindseminars.com, write that one down. It's off the chain, hardtofindads.com. Um, Terry Gibbs, 
That's a cool name, man. Um, Terry Gibbs, that's T-E-R-R-Y-G-I-B-B-S, Terry Gibbs. I love Terry Gibbs. Um, Terry Gibbs is kind of reminds me of like that Zen stoner hippie type, his voice. Um, Terry Gibbs, if anybody at all is interested in eBay or collectibles, uh, the buying and selling of collectibles, his specialty has always been the Lionel Trains. Um, and you want brutal honesty and a guy who's got a shitload of integrity, uh, I think his site is IWantCollectibles.com. This guy, I mean, he's just great. Um, Terry's just a good guy all around. I give that dude the highest recommendation, and I hadn't even thought about him, man. That's why it's cool to get uh, emails from you guys. Um, So, yeah, thumbs up to Terry Gibbs. Um, Totally cutting edge. One of the original eBay power sellers, and this guy covers it. And it doesn't come with a shitload of upsells. The free stuff, again, I'm giving you guys resources that if you just do the free stuff, it's better than half this shit they're selling on ClickBank. By the way, ClickBank, what happened to you guys? It's like a criminal enterprise going on over there, man. People are bitching, man. I don't do anything with ClickBank. I mean, I occasionally go over there when I'm stoned or something and try to buy a product that, you know, has got good copy just for the hell of it, but... Man, these people got, boy, ClickBank's pissing off the IM world. They are pissing off people in mass. It's uh, real interesting to see what's going on there, if it's a corruption thing or if it's a, uh, you know, it's a bell and whistle issue. But either way, ClickBank, if you're out there listening, you people better get your shit together, man, because you are going to either end up in court or end up in jail or you're going to end up broke. Um, that's a little advice from Vegas Vents. What else? Uh, David Valero. Oh, I can never pronounce this dude's name, and this is another real good dude. David Valerius. And the last name is V-A-L-L-I-E-R-E-S. David's cool, man. David actually was, actually, from the story I remember about him, he was um, studying to be a priest at one time. And then kind of got into the uh, I Am Marketing world. I remember one of the first products I got from him was buying and selling collectible books. And, I mean, it is like the quintessential book for that. And, actually, you can – I think it's almost uh, – I think it's free out there. I think he actually was giving it away free. It's like 100 and some pages. And, I mean, it's detailed about how to go out and buy, you know, cheap first edition books uh, and make money. And the guy's got a lot of other stuff going on. I think the last time I got something from him on the list – I think he was doing a stock trading course or something, which I thought was kind of uh, uh, strange, only because that's a real dangerous market to screw with um, because of the disclosure uh, that you have to put out there. Boy, if you're doing anything stock-related, you got to be real careful um, because, man, you know, like the old past and present performance isn't, you know, indicative of future and you know, all that shit. You better have a lawyer. But anyway, Dave's a real good guy. Um, totally honest, good integrity, great products. Again, these are a couple guys that I just mentioned that you don't even aren't mentioning the gurus, or, but their products are so good. And to me, that's the type of guys you people should be buying from. You know, they're not out there trying to be superstars. Their products speak for themselves. They're detailed. They're not fluff. They're not rehashed bullshit that you can, you know, that's beaten up like a five cent hooker on nickel beer night. You know what I'm saying? Worn out. Boy, I got A-game tonight, don't I? Oh, I got off the phone with Sylvia Roth, and it's like, man. Um, speaking of the whole stock thing, I'll tell you a guy that took some heat, and I think he's one of the – by the way, if you knew how much money he made, you 
some of these so-called gurus would, wouldn't even be in his tax bracket. That's Ken Roberts, man. I see him on my list. I love Ken Roberts. I got to meet Ken up in Grants Pass, Oregon, when I lived there. Ken is famous for doing the famous uh, commodity trading course. And I'm going to be honest with you, I bought it, and it was one of the best primers on commodity trading I ever got. It made the shit simple for me. Um, and it's funny, when I actually followed it, I made money. When I decided I knew what I was doing, I had one weekend where I actually uh, lost almost 20,000 trading pork bellies because I just decided to jump in. had nothing to do with what Ken was teaching and uh, lost my ass on a weekend on pork bellies. When I mean a weekend, I was long on Friday, and by Monday it was like lock limit down. I couldn't even get out. <laughs> I forget what. I think I ended up losing 19,000 and something. Um you know, when you get that nasty little margin call call from your broker in on Monday, it was just painful. But when I actually followed Ken's program, um, did very, very well. I think Ken got real sick of getting screwed with by the government. I mean, they just busted the man's balls. Uh, he was an honest guy and made hundreds of millions of dollars, by the way, with that product. I'm not even making that up. He did very – I think it sold for – I think at the time, like $200. He didn't even do infomercials. It was one of the best sales booklets. Some of you might have read it. But I think it was called The World's Most Perfect Business. Brilliant copy, really good product. Ken's a good guy. He really did try to help people, I, and he was always accessible. I really liked him. That was another cool blast from the past. Man, you guys came up with some good names here. Who else? Uh, James Jones, we talked about, Sylvia and I. James has kind of got that southern drawl, uh, low-key dude. Good products. I like uh, the micro niche. Sorry, now, I'm not saying niche. Micro niche finder. Uh, he's got it hooked up now to Google. I know there was some complaints about it before when it was like ad tracker or whatever. I don't even know what the hell all that means, as you guys know. That ain't my area of expertise. But Sylvia and I really effectively used it while she was down here. Because um, a lot of you people have really, we're going to do a whole show on nicheology 101 because what you people, a lot of you think are niches aren't niches. I mean, for an example, fishing obviously isn't a niche. Trout fishing, to be honest with you, to me isn't a niche. Fly fishing for trout, to me, isn't a niche. I think to compete today, unless you got the huge dollars, you got to break those niches down to micro components like dry fly fishing for trout on the Kenai River in Alaska. There's an example. Um, I just, if you do it right and you combine smart Google AdWords and you're also able to exploit the public domain, you can literally own markets, people. I mean, Sylvia and I are on pace probably in the next six weeks to do $10,000 profit, literally on autopilot, um, in three really obscure little niches that I'm not going to mention because I don't want anybody there. I mean, we might mention them down the road, but I mean, I'm talking like shit you would just shake your head at and say, nobody, who, who, you know, who wants to buy that shit? But they do, and, and by doing Google AdWords correctly with correct landing pages, um, you can really own Google, and our click rate is way lower than the competition. That's a whole other show and story. But, again, as far as niches go, you people need to start breaking your niche down further because most of you aren't in niches. You're in markets. There's a difference. Uh, what else? Um, 
Perry Belcher. Well, I'm, I should have saved him for later in the show. Uh, Perry's had some issues. People know about it. I also don't think there's probably a more beloved marketer among his peers. Um, I just I talked uh, to Jason Moffat on the show about him. I mean, he, he's, you know, Perry Belcher has a, a product out. I'm not even going to mention it, but it just deals with Google AdWords. And the friggin' thing I think only sold for $27. I'm going to be honest with you. It is the most valuable product I have ever purchased. And um, Sylvia and I have literally created an entire new uh, future for ourselves and our respective families, uh, her being in Canada with all the kids and me being here, um, simply by this product uh, that Perry and Ryan Dice put out on Google AdWords. It's that friggin' good. Um, Perry, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I'm a Google AdWords expert. Uh, Perry has spent over $7 million in a period of a few months on Google AdWords. And you know why he spent it? Because he was making a hell of a lot more than that. And until somebody can come along and show me better numbers than what this guy has done, I don't even want to hear about him. He's the real deal. He's a good dude. Uh, Again, got into some problems, uh, legal problems with certain products, but it wasn't because he was ripping anybody off. It wasn't because he wasn't fulfilling orders. It's because the government basically came in and shook him down. Uh, in this country, unfortunately, when you make too much money, you're a target. Um, I won't get into that. Again, that's another show that I'll save when Perry's on there because I get pretty passionate about some of the shit that goes on with the government as far as shaking people down that are too successful. You don't believe me, ask Bill Gates. Uh, it does happen. Uh, let's put it like this. When the FBI reviewed Perry's case, they didn't want to touch it because there really wasn't anything there to touch. So this little cheesy local government, state government, law enforcement or whatever, decided, well, we could fix some highways with this money. We can shake this guy down for and That's what they did. And I'll leave it at that. Perry is, uh, is a really cool dude, uh, and he really gets it. And uh, major kudos to you, brother, because... That product there is going to put a lot of money in my pocket and Sylvia's pocket, and uh, I really appreciate it. Good dude, and uh, we will have Perry on the show. i got to get with his assistant, man. Perry's so big he got an assistant. By the way, Perry's made like, oh, I think uh, about $100 million uh, last 10 years or something. You know, not bad. Uh, let's see. Jim Straw, man, legend. I put him in the legend category. This dude, I don't know, Jim's got to be like 80 now, I think. Maybe he's not quite that old. Jim Straw is a guy I used to get direct mail from when I was a little kid. Um, I think he runs a site called Business Lyceum. Knowing Jim is some real fancy word because he's like one of the members of Mensa, which is for like real smart people. The guy is one of these, uh, what do I say about this dude? I've written about him on the Warrior Forum. Uh, Jim's probably sold low, I think, around $400, $450 million worth of information products, by the way, that are his own. And uh, everything from, like, finder's fee courses to import-export to mail order. I don't think – Jim might be the only guy who has the longevity who's probably never had one person have a bad thing to say about him. I mean, that's a hell of a legacy to leave behind, man. Fifty years in the business, and I don't recall anybody – saying one bad word about Jim Straw. Uh, he's just the old master. And by the way, there's an interview uh, with him on MichaelSinnoh's HardToFindSeminars.com. 
And, uh, man, it's worth uh, getting over there just to listen to that. Uh, guys, guys, just a uh, good old southern gentleman, great products, nothing but integrity. And uh, Google search Jim Straw and uh, go to his site. Great stuff. Um, I mean, really, one of my original heroes was Jim Straw. Let's see here. Stuart Wilde. Stuart Wilde really isn't a marketer. I love Stuart Wilde. That's cool, man. Trick to Money is having some, one of my favorite books ever. It's kind of on the metaphysical side. But then again, I also, my probably my favorite book ever, somebody asked me that, is anything by, um, I don't want to say Ayn Rand because it's pronounced Ayn Rand, A-Y-N-R-A-N-D, Atlas Shrugged, Fountainhead, uh, life-changing books. Uh, most people have read them or have heard of them. I mean, just incredible. And it's funny, Dan Kennedy in one of his books listed as his favorite books ever. This is funny because these two would be on my list too. Is Stuart Wilde's uh, The Trick to Money is Having Some. And he also lists uh, Ayn Rand's uh, Atlas Shrugged. And that's great. Great minds think alike. I'm glad to know that uh, my books, uh, the same ones, uh, you know, the legendary Dan Kennedy has. Stuart Wilde's quite the character. Um, I like the book a lot. It's great. Uh, completely different spin and fun. And uh, it's going to be hard to explain it from a marketing concept to people. So check it out. Again, any of these books you hear us mention, go to Amazon. Just check them out. Anyway, it's called Stuart Wilde, W-I-L-D-E. And the, and the book is The Trick to Money is Having Some. And I would recommend it. Uh, Craig Garber. Man, that's like a homeboy of mine here in Florida. Craig's like 16 minutes away from me. Craig Garber is probably one of the greatest copywriters a lot of people haven't heard of. He puts out a newsletter. I was getting it for a long time. Um, I'm not even sure if I'm still on that list, but I probably have 15 or 20 of them uh, in my room right now. It's actually when I was trying to do a little cleaning up the other day. I pulled them out and started reading them again. They're great. Uh, Seductive Selling. Guy's got it's one of the best newsletters on copywriting. Again, he's a dude a lot of people haven't heard of, but he writes kick-ass copywriting. He does some incredible uh, Dan Kennedy-style promotions for, like, the insurance and real estate industry, too. Totally cool dude. I know that dude. Good guy. Craig Garber, G-A-R-B-E-R. So let's see who else they got on here. Yannick Silver. Um, you know, I think Yannick's the real deal. I think he genuinely uh, cares about his fellow man. It comes across to me. I usually have a pretty good bullshit meter uh, up and running. By the way, i got to check out. Oh, man, I am running out of time. It's 10.54. Oh, man. We have rambled on a long time. i got to hit these bad ones here. Damn. Um, I'll have to do a part two. Uh, I like uh, Yannick Silver. Uh, I would add uh, Paul Hartunian for publicity. J. Conrad Levinson, uh, the Gorilla series got a little out of hand, but the guy revolutionized the concept of Gorilla marketing. He's on my list. Um, Jay Abraham we talked about. As far as the bad ones go, um, we've got to hit these quick. I didn't realize, man, this show's almost over. i got five minutes. Dr. Jeffrey Lant, this is sad. Jeffrey Lant wrote what I think might be one of the top three greatest copywriting books ever written, uh, Cash Copy. Uh, to see what he's become lately is sad. Uh, an arrogant, bitter little man, uh, full of connivance, vanity, and manipulation. His World Profit site, it's really sad to watch. Uh, he's just turned real mean and nasty and arrogant. And, uh, boy, watching this site in action is uh, 
fairly shameful to me. It's this guy was. Uh, there's an old line: some people need to get laid. He does. Paul Darby from Unimax. I'm still waiting for my friggin' refund. You jerk off. Uh, another guy who's every friggin' email is about. Oh, I've done this for you. I've done this for you. I've done this for you. It's all. I. I it's about as credible as a four dollar bill. And uh, Mr. Darby, you better give Vegas Vince back his refund. Because uh, you're going to catch me on a bad day, and you might end up in club fed over it. I, I've been there. Trust me, you won't like it. Russ Brunson. Uh, Russ, to me, is just a professional marketer. I'm not real impressed with the dude. His customer service experience I've had with him and Sylvia had with him flat out sucked. Uh, he double-billed her credit card and then made her go through hoops of fire and a lot of verbal abuse. Uh, to get refunded. Uh, the guy put out a public domain product years ago, which I knew was going to fail because it was basically him rehashing public domain works and then putting limitations on how people could use them in his membership site, which is actually the totally you know, wrong way to go about public domain anyway. The thing flopped. It was called the Lost Files. Uh, I'm not real impressed with Russ Brunson. Great marketer, but the products are about as limp and evaporate before your very eyes as a puff of smoke. Um, Affiliate X, um, again, I have to agree with Perry. If you're doing Google AdWords and you write an AdWord that says so-and-so sucks, and then you go, that person clicks on that ad and goes and finds out that you really love them, uh, it shows that you're a liar or somebody's a piece of shit. Uh, I don't think that technique works anymore. I don't care what anybody says. If I see a review that says so-and-so sucks and I go over there and all of a sudden you're you know, blowing him on, on your review, on saying nice things about them, it's real carnival shit. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't do adwords like that, and I think that's a passing fad. And I'll argue that till the day is you know long. Skip McGrath uh, disrespected my friend Terry Gibbs. Um, I could go into more about him. It's not a guy that uh, I would do business with myself personally. And again, I'm you know under the First Amendment allows me to give my opinion. So Jeffrey Lant. Paul Darby, Russ Brunson, and uh, whoever the hell created Affiliate X. And not because the guy himself is a bad dude. I just don't agree with that uh, strategy that he, that he lists. I see it all over the Internet now. It's tired and worn out, and I think it's wrong advice. But that doesn't mean the guy didn't get rich selling the book. So uh, WSOs of recent note, Jack Duncan, his shit is really good. His Google Trends WSO kicked ass. The 580,000 public domain, I would love to give you his name. It's Keneal something. Just search it on the Warrior Forum. One of the best overall public domain products I've ever bought. Spent 50 bucks or 49 Well worth it. I wish he'd get the, the friggin' PayPal page out of Spanish. But the product is incredible. It organizes public domain uh, in one neat little package, like 183 pages. And he's got bonus after bonus. Buy that thing. I don't buy much shit on... Uh, uh, in terms of WSOs, because most of it I just don't believe in, because, you know, it's not something I need. Those two are good. Guys, sales and marketing behind the eight ball, thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll, try to get, uh, we'll try to get some more uh, of these at the later date. One final thing, book you must read, Ice to Eskimos. Ice to Eskimos by John Spolestra, S-P-O-L-E-S-T-R-A. Check it out on Amazon. You will love it. It's uh, about 10 years old, probably the best book on positioning ever written, and it doesn't get the credit it should. It's called Ice Eskimos. May you live to see the dawn.
May all your dreams come true. May you always remain forever young. Vegas fans, the bad guy, I'm out. Love and peace.